you are listening to the Yo Yo Podcast. Welcome to Yo Yo Squad. You're only young once. The podcast to accelerate growth among youth in Malaysia. We offer a diverse range of conversation from professionals to youth that are beneficial to you. Our squad simplifies and relates the topics and learnings for you, making it more actionable. I'm Yiling, and I'll be your host for today. In this episode, we will be discussing about an interesting topic, which is about exchange, abroad life with international exchange program. Today, we'll be having our guest today, which is Mr. Kenneth Chow. Hi, Kenneth. Thanks for joining us today. Would you mind introduce yourself to the audience? Yes, thank you, Yiling. Hello, everybody. Uh, I am Kenneth Chow. I'm a certified life planning advisor. Uh, at the same time, uh, I, I was also a trained engineer, a professional technologist. Uh, so that's why I believe uh, Yiling, all of you, your, your squad actually invited me because uh, back in uh, 2015, I was also participated in one of the student exchange program uh, in Seoul uh, because I was studying, I mean, having my degree in uh, UTM. So, so that was a long time ago. But right now, I'm more to uh, doing the work which I passionate in, uh, serving the people as in uh, guiding them uh, in life planning, especially in the personal finance matters. Yep, so that's me, Kenneth. Yeah, I understand. Currently, Kenneth is a working adult, but it makes him more experienced and more special because he has the experience of undergoing a study exchange in Korea back in university days. So Kenneth, I was curious, what made you decide to enroll in this uh, exchange student of this international program? I remember that was uh, during my year two, uh, semester two. Uh, that was like 2015, uh, so you roughly can calculate uh, what's my age right now. Uh, actually, way before that, uh, first year like that, I, I came across this uh, UTM International. Uh, there's a department, international department, handling the student exchange programs. Uh, so I, I mean, uh, I, I, I found a form there, uh, an application form. Uh, if I'm whether I'm interested in this kind of program. So of course, yeah, I put in my names and then there's no news at all. So throughout the first year, there was no news at all. And then, yeah, I almost forgotten about that. Uh, continue my study life, right? Life goes on, right? <laughs> okay. And then until an extent, uh, year, year two, yeah, like I mentioned, year two, semester two, suddenly I got an email and then a call which I got selected for the Global Korea Scholarship uh, to, to attend this uh, student exchange program in Seoul, Korea, South Korea. So during that time, I was like, I mean, of course, very happy, very excited, right? Yeah. Uh, because I, I finally got the chance to go abroad for four months, okay, for one semester. But uh, not that easy for me to say, okay, directly. Because I have this, uh, my duty as a team leader in Robocon back then. Also, I was also the student representative, uh, the college 10 of the college 10. So I need to think a little. I mean, I had to really think about it. Whether should I just let go and, and, and just attend it? At the same time also, uh, what was it? Uh, 
because it's in Korea, so probably I, I need to extend my, my semester. I may need to uh, juggle whether I, should, I, I can on time graduate or not. Yeah, so, so that means during, during, during the news was really happy, was really good. But the problem is uh, you've got many things going on. You've got many commitments. So, so what do you think? If, if you were in my position, will you just give it, uh, I mean, will you just let go all the positions and then just go? Actually, during that time, I, I, I call up the, the person in charge, the lecturer, the UTM, UTM International. I call up and ask, uh, uh, sir, can I actually postpone this uh, offer? Can I actually postpone to next semester? Uh, so that I have about one semester time to arrange, rearrange things. So, I, I mean, I said, I really appreciate it. I really, I mean, thankful. And then, uh, of course, I wanted to go, right? But uh, during, I mean, of course, uh, I remember this lecturer mentioned, okay, he will try to ask the Korea side. Because this scholarship is offered by the Korean government, actually. So they ask, and then my side, uh, I'm like, uh, okay, let's say he said he rejects. So how can I handle it? So I tried to plan as well. Then two days later, after I, we had the conversation, uh, this lecturer come back to me. So he came back and mentioned, uh, Kenneth, uh, sorry, we, we cannot uh, postpone it because it's, it's a method of, uh, how do you say, if, if we, re, I mean, if we decline, that's mean it might affect the next generations, whether the Korean government want to send, I mean, want to take us anymore. So I'm like, what? <laughs> I mean, when, when you talk about uh, even take out the next generation maybe might be affected, I, I'm, I'm kind of like worried already. I'm kind of like, uh, okay, now it seems like this one is like very priority. I cannot let it go. Uh, with that, I need to really plan out how can I still handling the affairs in terms of my uh, my team, okay, my robotic teams. At the same time also, okay, can I graduate on time? Of course, we want to graduate on time, right? Four years enough. More than four years, maybe you feel malu or you need more money to, for, the, for the school fees. So because of this, uh, I took almost 24 hours because I cannot wait longer to, uh, to, to give the answer, mm. right? Uh, so I only have 24 hours. Uh, I, I, I recall back then, it was like six years back, right? I, I didn't really sleep. I cannot sleep. Uh, very hard for me to sort it out. Uh, but at the end, like, uh, I mean, I, I'm, I'm really glad right now, especially right now when I, when I recall, I'm really glad because uh, when I try to communicate to my team, they, they try, to, I mean, they understand me. La. I, I, I believe so. Okay. So they understand me. And then uh, I try to arrange in a way that uh, I can still manage it. Or in fact, I actually appoint another acting leader uh, during my absence. And then I try to manage it virtually. Like right now, we are doing virtually, right? So back then, six years back, I already started to do uh, virtual management. Uh, like mm. work from abroad. Okay, work from abroad. Then at the same time, uh, I first first time after I study for three semesters, 
I work out my, uh, what do you call it, CGPA carefully. I try to see what subjects I need to take up to my final year. And then from there, I choose which one I need to take as soon as possible, uh, uh, which I cannot delay. So that courses, I will be uh, highlighted it. And then I choose from the, uh, uh, what's that called, the student exchange universities. I mean, the abroad universities. Uh, okay. So from there, I got the direction already. So I have to go, no choice, right? Uh, no choice, I have to go. Uh, from I really wanted to go become, I kind of being forced to go this uh, student exchange program. So since arrangement kind of like uh, really fixed already. Mm -hmm. So I quickly go for the, uh, what do you call it? Uh, ticket. Uh. I go to book the ticket to Seoul. Uh, so this, back then, uh, that was my, I think one of my longest flight uh, because six hours uh, to Seoul. So it's uh, six hours. Okay. Uh, after book the ticket, okay. I forgot to mention also during that time also a uh, Chinese New Year, I need to fly there like fifth or sixth day. Okay, so in fact I I also booked my ticket back to my hometown. Mm -hmm. I, I mean I'm from Sabah, so I already booked the ticket back to Sabah and then come back to JB. But because of this, I need to cancel my. Uh, I mean I need to burn uh, mm -hmm. my ticket and uh, book this uh, so ticket. And interesting also. Uh, this student exchange program also make me uh, be independent in terms of uh, arranging those uh, traveling matters. Because mm -hmm. when we're traveling abroad, especially for studies or even working, more than one month, when we are not traveling as a tourist, we need visa. Yes. We need visa. So when we need visa, it's not as uh, smooth as you can imagine. So you need time. So uh, I do I did a lot of research, Google search, okay, and then uh, need to estimate longer time to apply the visa. Uh, and then visa you can only do it in KL. Mm. Okay, so so with all these preparations and then I got the visa, uh, I create a proof within five, seven, six days because I just give give one week gap, mm. one week gap from my application, and then seven days later I depart, take off already. So luckily five days, I got the visa so I can really take off to go uh, so. Wow. Yeah, so that's my three partner. <laughs> it seems like before you go to Korea, it already takes you a lot of time and also many challenges you're facing, especially when mentioning about how to prioritize all your commitments and also need to plan for your whole thing. How about your experience? They say that go to study exchange is a very special experience when in terms of cultural, you can witness a lot of special things that you cannot see in Malaysia. Can you share more about your study uh, experience back in Korea and some yep. amazing things? Definitely. Uh, actually, the very beginning reason, I mean, the very first reason that I go and put my name in the UTM International is because I like traveling. I would say traveling is learning. So especially this one is a free traveling, free learning. Okay. So it's really a good uh, opportunity for us to go. So when I uh, touch down in this soul, I, 
I remember the first impression was, uh, wow, so cold. As soon as I stepped into this airport, uh, the airport, uh, I mean, outside the plane, maybe, well, I start to feel sh shaky a bit. So I quickly grabbed my uh, jacket because uh, back then was uh, February. So it's a uh, winter. Uh, so yeah, very cold. But after walking for a few 10 minutes, I feel like, oh, compared to Malaysia's heat, I think I still prefer this coldness. Uh. <laughs> so of course, when it, when it comes to a strange place, foreign place, you will feel very excited. You feel excited and then you start to look around, look around, look at the architectures, look at the buildings, right? And then the one thing in terms of the culture, I would say is uh, when it comes to the Korean, they are very polite for the youngsters. Okay, the young ones are very polite, but the elders, well, you cannot, I mean, you should try to avoid them. Because there are actually a few times when I when I uh, just stand in front of the you know the track I mean uh, waiting for the subway, uh, so some of the elders just pass by. They will just uh, I mean they will, they they wouldn't avoid you. They will just cross you, and then they will just hit you like something like that, uh, bang you like that lah. So I was like, huh, oh, okay, mm. but you cannot say anything because uh. They are the local there, and then uh, sometimes they will even score you. For example, like you stand waiting somewhere, right? We are waiting somewhere. Uh, if you stand uh, not near to this, uh, I mean, uh, too, too outside like that. Lah. So they will like ask you, hey, go go inside a bit. I, out of uh, sudden, it's like no reason at all. Uh, but, but those young, I mean, my friend, I mean, my Korean friend, they will say like, just don't bother. Sometimes the elder is like this. So this is something that I feel uh, kind of strange. Huh, that, uh, but other than that, actually, the food is, uh, for me, is good because a lot of meats. Okay. Uh, and then another thing is that uh, being in Korea back then, I feel like I ate a lot more vegetables. Uh, because a lot of times I, I went and eat the uh, uh, what do you call the barbecue right the barbecue the, the, the meat barbecue or we call it the samgyeopsal uh, okay uh, so you got a lot of meats but then you got a lot of the the sangcho you call it uh, vegetables uh, right I don't know what do you call it in English the kind of vegetables uh, right the specific name cannot recall so you use the vegetables and then you wrap with the meat uh, you wrap with the meat and then, mm. and then eat it right okay i think a lot of you the audiences also eat the korean bbq before so that's the way i i had it so and then the most memorable one was uh we managed to found uh, a student price korean bbq restaurant it's like a Ten dollar, okay, ten US dollar. I can finish one Korean BBQ meal. Imagine if you're in in Malaysia, so probably you need close to 40, 50 ringgit yes. per person. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but over there, of course, in terms of dollar, it seems to be almost 40, 50 ringgit. But imagine if you are working there, it's only ten ringgit. It's only ten dollar, right? So, so every week. 
I will be there. I mean, we will be there. My myself and some of the friends are. Uh, we will be there on time to have our Korean BBQ dinner. Uh, and then what I said very healthy is because every time we eat that, we have one piece of uh, vegetable, mm. one piece of vegetable plus one piece of meat. Uh, so it's very healthy, very balanced. Uh, so so with that, I feel like I'm more healthy being. Stay in this uh, Seoul, Korea. Yeah, so this is some of the food I would say very interesting. I understand. I feel so nice that you can really experience. If you're hungry already, yeah. yeah yes, I'm <laughs> hungry. I'm watching too much K drama. I have a lot of great food that we can see. All right. So, besides all these things, may I know that what is your personal realization after you have joined this exchange program? What have you learned? throughout these four months, your study experience over there? Throughout these four months, uh, I need to actually balance between the academics because I still planning to transfer my credit, mm. right? Uh, I, I need to transfer as much as possible so that I can graduate on time. Mm -hmm. So this is one thing you, you guys need to take note if you want to go exchange. You need to communicate very well between the uh, university, university, abroad university, for myself is uh, Tunggu University. So you need to communicate very well so that uh, you, you can ensure the subjects you take in this uh, Korea can transfer to UTM or transfer to your university. So academic side, I spend a lot of time to communicate both the Tunggu University and also UTM to make sure my credit can be transferred. And then uh, at the same time, I cannot spend too much time just study. So I cannot take too many subjects because it's once in a lifetime I be in Korea for so many months. Right? For so many months, uh, almost like a locker like that. I mean, because I got the money, the scholarship from Korea directly. So I should make use of it. That's why uh, I cannot take too many subjects uh, so that I, have, I can have time to, to travel around. So the re I would say the realization is, see, um, when you are abroad, your life has been uh, compressed to only four months and you try to plan it out uh, accordingly and then achieve what you want to achieve. Because I got only four months, so yes. I know... Uh, I, I would like to achieve this, uh, at least travel for a few provinces, few more places. And then I need to make sure my, my CGPA also taken care. And then, yeah. of course, know as much friends as possible. Okay. Yes. So these are the targets. And then how can I sort, sort them out? So you see, when you are abroad, uh, it's, it's not easy when this uh, foreigner is not of your not of the same language as in they are not speaking English very much. Because yes. I found that uh, it's not really easy to make friends actually uh, if you are not going for English, English countries because uh, they cannot speak English. So only those who, are, who, who might actually went to abroad before, went to some student exchange before, they can speak English. Then they are very kind to be friends with you. Otherwise, they will scared of you are yeah you like alien? strangers yeah. <laughs> no you alien <laughs> okay. 
<laughs> something like that. Uh, so they're not there to even talk to you. Uh, so those who dare to talk to you, those who say hi, then they say hello. For sure, he went to America, went to Europe, something like that. He must be went abroad before. So those are your good friends. So so I managed to know some of them and uh, yeah, ask them to bring you to go to some restaurant, uh, go to some uh, special places, bring you around. So one thing to note also, when, when I was abroad, uh, I quickly morphed in one, uh, they call it international society. I mean, international student society. So if you manage to get into this society, then it's better because inside everybody speak English because foreigners, all yeah. foreigners. So uh, over there, you can know better friends because all of them are tourists. I mean, uh, foreigners, right? So they wanted to go around uh, this uh, place. So, so with that, you can have friends uh, to go with you everywhere. All right. So besides the interesting thing that you shared just now, Kenneth, may I know that we're back in Korea, do you travel to any special places? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, when you are so, I mean, uh, so far away from home, right? In abroad, in another island, of course, you need to travel a bit. So because of that, uh, I, I plan out, carefully plan out so that I can go somewhere else, further from the Seoul back then, uh, to actually enjoy some of the places. For example, there was one time during a long holiday, I've, I took a high-speed rail from Seoul to Busan. Train to Busan, right? Okay. Yes. So that one was a really good one uh, because uh, no zombie at all. Okay, very clear. Okay. So when I reached Busan, then we, we spent two, three days, uh, two days, one night like that to, to walk around. Uh, after that, we took a flight, domestic flight to Jeju Island. So for information, Jeju Island is actually the, the traditional honeymoon spot for the Koreans. Oh. So most of the Koreans will go, yeah, spend their honeymoon there. I know that yes. their food, the black yep. pork, I'm not sure is it's the most Yeah, 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 yeah. Heiju. Hey, hey, uh, so, so I, yeah, I tried that as well. Uh, so this is like first thing to try that. Uh, but not much different, right? <laughs> okay, it is kind of being over commercialized. Uh. Perhaps before, yeah, yeah, old times maybe is quite, 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 quite special. But I would say the the Korean beef is better to eat to try. Uh, yeah, there's there is one in Jeju. Uh, sorry, there's one in Seoul actually. Uh, you need to uh eat. Eat the, I mean the beef, BBQ beef, uh, in a standing position. Uh, you cannot sit. You, you stand and eat. Uh, so you can find it in Sinchona, uh, uh, Sinchona. So you can search Sinchon. There's one beef restaurant, beef BBQ restaurant. Uh, you can try out. Uh, so this podcast become a, a food introducing podcast. Uh. <laughs> <It's kinda> <laughs> <like>. <laughs> uh, so after that, then I flew back to. To Seoul, and then some other days also, I joined with some of my friends, some foreigners, as well as some locals. So, maybe I can mention also uh, when I actually went into this uh, Tongu University, 
I also joined uh, this uh, society. They call it uh, Korean Language Learning Society. So this is only for the international students. They call it Hang Hango. Hango is a Korean language. Yeah. Okay. So inside this uh, society, so I managed to know a lot of uh, foreigners. So when you have foreigners as your friends in uh, foreign countries, so that means you have a lot of buddies to go traveling with you. Right? Because all of them wanted to go around sightseeing. Right? So if that weekend, you can easily have anyone to, to, to walk with you. Let's say you want to go some other places, some uh, countryside, outskirt areas, so no issue. Right? Uh, but not forgetting also try to try to uh, know some local friends. But like I mentioned, not all the local friends wanted to be friends with you, right? Okay. Uh, so so you just try to know who can who can be friends with you. And then back then I managed to uh, uh, visited some of the uh, what do you call it the bar the the pub bar, the nightclub bar, right? Uh, with the Koreans. Because for information, Koreans like to drink a lot. Okay. It's and it's a culture, right? Yes, yes. That's that's their culture. So how how is it be like uh for a student, university student especially, uh they will always go to the club uh Friday night and Saturday night. Okay, there's a place for them to go clubbing kind of thing. Uh, but for the working adults, uh they they could be like every day after working, uh, maybe 5.30 like that, they will go and uh, hook at, I mean, the uh, restaurant or bar, whatever. But of course, they will drink the, the soju. I mean, the alcoholic drinks, right? Uh, and if you watch a lot of K-drama, then you will notice when they drink soju, they always come with the, what's that? You know? You don't know, <laughs> huh? <laughs> I don't really know. Must not be watching anymore. Okay. Yeah. Uh, along with the fried chicken. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Fried chicken and let's say if you don't drink alcohol, you drink cook. And then one thing to note also, in Korea, they drink a lot of cook, Coca-Cola. Uh, so every time you drink Coca-Cola. Yeah. So you see, uh, with that, I will see, wow, drinking for them is like just a, very normal thing. Mm. Very normal thing. It's like uh, maybe in KL, in JB, only certain area got a lot of bar, then only you can see those kind of uh, a scene, right? People drinking and then maybe sleep at the street yeah. side. But in Korea, actually, a lot of places also have uh, one or two bar or even some uh, uh, pub like that. So you see a lot of them, uh, maybe 7, 8 p.m., Somebody vomit there, here and there. Okay. So, so that's the, I mean, uh, quite uh, special for me because I, I don't really into this uh, drinking culture. But you will find that uh, for them, it's really normal. Yeah. And then, uh, I would like to share also, maybe right now, you will feel that uh, we order a lot of uh, delivery, food delivery. You, yes. you eat a lot of, uh, what do you call, the bento, right? You eat a lot of bento, those are packed food, something like that. But for them, actually for them, I would say the high-developed countries, 
Japan and Korea, they already have this kind of things like many, many years back. They, they got a lot of uh, those uh, bento and then they got a lot of food delivery. So I remember uh, when during the exam season, exam period, me, my roommate and I actually uh, lazy to go out. So we just call up uh, the phone and then they will, they will deliver the, just now I mentioned, the cola and the fried chicken, uh, one pack. And they eat in the dome. Uh, very happy, very enjoy. Uh, you need to go outside the store, I mean the, the, the hostel. So you see, uh, six years back, they already very used to this kind of food delivery. At the same time, also, they have a lot of uh, microwave food. Uh. They eat a lot of uh. microwave food, actually. So I remember because uh, I, I actually participated in this uh, Korean language class. Yeah. Uh, this is also one benefit I would like to highlight. So when you go to student exchange program, uh, if you go to one country which is not speaking the English language, it could be a disadvantage because you cannot really make friends. But it can be an advantage for you for learning a new language. So because I because of this program, I managed to 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 pick up the Korean language. So I can actually speak Korean, uh, not until the technical level, at least the basic, uh, the the author thing. Okay, uh, I want this one rice, two noodles. So this one's still okay, lah. Mm. Yeah. So, yep, and then this uh, language class is uh, for, uh, it's an evening class. So that's me after lecture, I need to rush to the language class. And then by the time ending the language class, uh, all the restaurant close. Most of the restaurant close by 8, 9 p.m. So you only left with the bar. So those bar, you cannot eat anything much. You can only eat fried chicken and very expensive. So. Yeah. Yeah, so so I can only depend on the microwave food. Even even the rice, even the rice uh, they got a microwave uh, package. Yeah. Yeah, the package is uh, you know, like you can actually put it in the microwave thing and then you can eat the rice. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so so that was like my meals in Korea uh, five years back. Wow. Seems like there's a lot of great things and also something that you need to control your financial budget back in Korea at that time. But despite all of these like interesting you know, food and, uh, and all these things, I wonder how is mm. the study environment in the university, in Dongu University, compared to UTM? Yeah, I know like what ah. is your experience for that? Uh, okay, this is also very interesting to share. Because uh, in UTM, or oh, I will say most of the public university, we have a lecture hall. Yes. We have a lecture hall, so we have a tether. So you will see, uh, you, you go inside and then you listen to the lecture, like watching a movie like that, all right? Okay. But uh, for this Tonko University, I will say because it's not a fully uh, a public university, it's actually a semi, I mean, a half government, uh, private a bit. Uh. So they got no like they got no lecture hall. They got no lecture hall. Uh, so one thing, the first thing in 
I mean, a surprise me was uh, there's no lecture hall. So my classroom, my lecture room is actually classroom, just a classroom, right? Uh, second thing is that uh, the ratio is so many, okay? If it's in UTM, uh, our ratio is really small, one to maybe 20 for one session. I mean, yes. for one section, for one uh, class, la, right? For one class, one to 20 plus. But in Donggu, that time, one to 50 like that, one to 50, 60. It's like a secondary school already. So for me, I, I look at it, uh, not too efficient, la, too many people already. Uh, and then you go class or not, the lecturer also not bother, la, right? Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, so that's the thing I, I, I think is quite special and quite different. And another thing, uh, probably now UTM already upgrade, so it should be fine. But back then, uh, I kind of really like to be there because within the Dongu University itself, they, they got a lot of cafe. Cafe by means of uh, really look at a cafe. As in the ambience is a uh, air conditioner, and then uh, you know cafe like the cafe out there like Starbucks like that, right? So the environment is like Starbucks like that. So within the campus itself, they have uh, I think more than five six unit. I mean uh, lots of this uh, kind of cafe. Yeah, so you can actually just pick up a coffee. I mean americano. So they always drink americano there, and yeah, you can study, do your revision. Stuff like that, yeah. So, but in UTM, last time during my time, uh, I can hardly find a very good ambience uh, cafe for me to actually study revision, right? Compared to I, I need, I may need to go to library, right, or McDonald's outside campus, right? But I think right now should be different, right? Right now you should have one. Right now we have a one cafe. Only one cafe uh -huh. with air conditioner. But library is still the best spot because it's uh -huh. very spacious and you can have your me time for study, revision, all that. Yep, yep. Because when you are in this uh, foreign university, especially this uh, uh, Korean university, you will see a lot of them actually uh, cook in this uh, cafe, having uh, holding a cup of uh, Americano and then Right, right hand is holding the books, yeah, something like that. So, so yeah, there's a university, yeah, something like that. Mm. Seems pretty good. That, but currently, I think for public university, they are also try to upgrade the facilities so that the student will enjoy the environment, uh, in the university yep. itself. Yeah. For me, I think the the environment is really important. Mm. Uh, not to say the temperature because we cannot control. Uh, for me, I I of course I will feel comfortable there because. The weather is chill, it's cool, right? Yes. Uh, but in Malaysia, we cannot control. But I remember I always go to the library because library is very cold. And then like you mentioned, spacious. So uh, environment is very important for the student to actually get focused, to do what they want to do, to, to, to think, uh, to, to brainstorm. So, so that's what I want to say. 
Yeah, agree on your point. Overall, I think that there's a great sharing for kind of study experience back in Korea last time. So last but not least, could you like share some of your advice for current maybe university, university students or undergraduate students that maybe they are just in their first or second year, they want to explore more out of their current uh, university life? Uh, I would say... Uh... Try to try to ponder what I mentioned here, uh, which learning by seeing and touching are always better than only reading and listening alone. So with that, you should actually grab uh, whatever opportunities for you to go abroad. Maybe at least also go outside the campus. Maybe go under campus as a start, then go under states, right? Then after that, you can go abroad. I believe nowadays universities are also encouraged. But of course, uh, uh, with the pandemic now, uh, you may need to wait a little bit, right? Be patient a little bit. So try to traveling uh, within the Malaysia first. Uh, probably when the pandemic is over, when the situation is allowed, then you can go abroad. So because with that only you can learn more because with the culture difference uh, and also the uh, the advancement different advancement in foreign countries can actually spark you with some new ideas and all okay mm. uh, therefore I would say uh, try to be open to these kind of opportunities so and then make yourself uh, a being known uh, what I mean is that you leave your name like myself so even I joined as a first-year student, I already put my name in the UTM International. Uh, so you also can start to look up which department in charge for these kind of programs and then put your name there. So probably one day they will just call you out all of a sudden. Right? That is a surprise. Uh, on the other hand also, uh, you can actually join those uh, societies like Isaac, uh, IEM, iMackey or you got a lot more like iCami or, or even SPE. So these kind of societies, uh, they will have the opportunities to go exchange, right? Because they got members all around the world. So they can, they can offer you the opportunities. Yeah. So whenever you involve yourself in these societies, then you might get the chance uh, anytime soon. So you might not, I mean, uh, if, you, if, if you want to get a full scholarship for this kind of program, uh, it may not be easy, but you still have the chance. So I would say just go and apply. Don't, don't I mean, don't feel the hassle or don't feel the troublesome. Just go and apply. Uh, who knows? You might just get it out of sudden, right? Uh, so go and apply. Uh, even if you're not getting it, you will gain the experience on how to apply uh, these kind of things. Uh, because in the future, uh, you, you will have more and more applications you need to do. Being maybe the job application, being the grant application, right? So it's the same, the process, how you need to deal with people to secure your application. And uh, lastly, maybe I would say... Uh, Try to be active 
in the student activities, what it means are co-curricular activities. Not necessarily joining societies, but of course joining society is the easiest. Perhaps like join, like you guys, Yiling and all, right? Doing this yo-yo uh, podcast, also one of the activities that enable you to uh, expose to people outside the universities. Yes. With that, who knows, will be not uh, your door will not. Hey, you want to go Singapore for one program, something like that. With that, then you can start to do some exchange. Yeah. So, actually, other than this, uh exchange program in Seoul, I actually went to few uh, foreign countries within my, my degree years. So I went to Indonesia, I went to India, and I also went to Hong Kong. Uh, without, I mean, oh, and one more is Cambodia. So you see, within my four years of study in UTM, actually I went to five foreign countries. Uh, how can I uh, secure all this? It's all because of uh, I very active, uh, involved in the student activities, involved mm. in the various kind of activities, and with that, I I able to uh, be offered to these kind of events, and then I just grab it and go. So so that's make me my current experience. So yeah, I would say please go and uh, make yourself busy. <laughs> I agree. Make yourself busy <laughs> because I, I agree that because four years of university life, it will be a very outgoing, amazing experience if you're willing to do more and get yourself yep. busy. I think the decision you won't regret for everything you have made during your university life. Yes, true. true. Agree but that. Maybe one, one more thing I would like to add. Uh, in case any one of you really, really wanted to go abroad but you worry of uh, the on-time graduation. You cannot graduate on time, right? You, you, you still worry on this one. Uh, you can reach out to me because uh, especially for public university students, I have a tool uh, can help you to, to estimate or to calculate uh, your CGPA, your GPA, so that uh, you can still graduate. Uh, but of course, uh, that's a tool for you to to estimate, right? To, to foresee, to, yeah. to predict. But you still need your effort uh, later on. Uh, right. Yes, so, so I would say when I was in, I mean, uh, my semester in Korea uh, gave, gave me the worst uh, result in my academic. So out of so many semesters in, in UTM as a degree student, so my semester in Korea marked the worst CGPA. But that did not stop me from graduate on time. So how I manage this, uh, you can actually reach me out. Reach me out in my Instagram or Facebook. Uh. Yeah, yeah, sure thing. Guys, just reach out to Kenneth if you want to get his tool, okay, to calculate your CGP and stuff. All right. I think thank you for the wonderful sharing experience from Kenneth. And thank you so much, everyone, for listening to our episode today. And be sure to check out Kenneth's work and updates on LinkedIn and his social media. And don't forget, make sure to join our community on Discord and follow our social media page on Instagram, yoyo underscore squad, and link in yoyo podcast. We will really appreciate if you can provide your feedback to the squad in the description link below. Let's meet again on our episode next week. 
And thank you so much, Kenneth. No problem. Thank you, Eileen. Thank you, everybody. Thank you. Bye-bye.